What's up everybody and welcome to another episode of Behind the Grind. Today on the show we have another three special guests. Kicking it off we have Jesse, JT Money, Taylor. Passing it on to Johnny, Kid Kavimbo, Munoz. And last but certainly not least we have UFC flyweight contender Nadia Kassem. All I can say guys is, just, is enjoy and we'll see you at the end of this episode. Peace. So uh, you have a couple posts out, but uh, when are we going to see you back yo, in the yo, cage? Yo, yo, what's up? Man, I'm back soon, man. It's good. Uh, I, had, uh, I switched things up recently. Sometimes a uh, change is good. Um, I got a new manager. Uh, okay. His name is uh, uh, Matt, Matt, Do- uh, Matt Dodge of Dodge Sports. And, oh, awesome. Uh, I, yeah, I'm excited, man. I've kind of been itching. I, you know, I had a couple close calls with uh, to Bellator and some big shows, and uh, just the contracts didn't kind of work out. And then uh, I, I had a, this other fight, kind of like a tune-up fight. The guy was still good over in uh, Abu Dhabi. And, you know, okay. hurt, my, hurt, hurt my knee a little bit, you know, part of the trade. But, you know, I'm healed up. Got a new manager, and uh, I'm telling you, there's big news coming soon, very soon. Awesome. So uh, you recently made the switch with Dodge Sports, correct? Yeah, Dodge Sports. Awesome. So uh, can you uh, dig into a little bit about uh, where you'd want to be? <laughs> uh, honestly, ideally, uh, uh, especially looking at the landscape, there's still a possibility to go back to the UFC. You know, that's always... Okay. Uh, you know, business is business. I think I could put numbers uh, in their pockets, and uh, I think I can make a run for the title. You know, it's, either way, I go 170 now, but I think maybe even back up 285, it's kind of clearing up. But definitely 170, and uh, ideally that'd be UFC. But uh, we're talking to Bellator, One FC. Uh, we're also talking, of course, to PFL. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited. This new manager's gonna get me something. Um, He's going to pull the switch. He, he fights for me. And I should have uh, – got to call him next. I should find that any second now when the next fight is. So uh, if you sign with the UFC, actually, how would you rank yourself among the current uh, welterweights in that division? For UFC, honestly, man, that's the whole bullshit thing about the, all of this is uh, I think I'm right up there. I think I match up. Uh, it kind of cleared out. They got uh, Usman and Covington. Who uh, yeah. uh, I I beat Covington wrestling in a college, so okay. uh, I think I'm right up there. I, I think there's definitely some killers. There's a lot of good guys, but uh, I think with my style, I can move right up there pretty quick. Um, right now, I'd say I'm top ten, top fifteen. Uh, that's a fight I would want. Uh, definitely a top twenty guy. But uh, yeah, I think I'm right up there. It's just I gotta get going again to get back in there. So uh, for the- Oh no, Jesse is currently on a four-fight win streak with his last win coming over uh, Diego Lima. How far back have your injuries set, uh, set you? Uh, it, honestly, no, no, nothing. Uh, uh, I, I've been kind of blessed. I've had very, very few injuries. You know, they definitely happen, but nothing crazy. Uh, no surgery, just uh, it was a, a, a knee thing, just some time off. And okay. uh, I'm already back on my feet. It was just one of those things. It was bad timing, man, out of... Out of almost sixty, almost sixty pro fights, I, I've never. I think I've only had one or two fights where I've got injured before and had to pull out. So mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't happen that much at all. So that's why I was kind of bummed. But I know it happens. Uh, good news is uh, no surgery. 
Damn, I'm good, good to go, man. Look, you know, bam, look at that. Ready to go, baby. Fresh, man. Yeah. I, I just want to get back in there. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, looking back at your record, 16 of your 31 wins come by uh, way of submission. Would you say you're mostly recognized for your jiu-jitsu? Yeah, and it's actually, I count the Ultimate Fighter, too. So, I always, uh, okay. so there's eight more, there should be seven more wins on there, you know. I never lost that, <laughs> so 38, actually. But, uh, um, yeah, I think uh, definitely I'm a submission, a ground fighter. Um, I, I think I have real good ground and pound, too, though, which is kind of another element, too. And uh, uh, But, you know... I think in the last stop, I'm kind of well-rounded these days. I feel good at the stand-up, too, if it goes there. But uh, the wrestling and the grappling, it gives me a long career, you know? I mean, look, yeah. I, look so per- I look so pretty, though, because I don't, I don't get hit. So yeah. I don't care if people say, you know, go take them down. Don't, don't let my brains beat in and keep going in. But uh, I have that stand-up when I, when I need to. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, But, yeah, definitely a ground fighter, man. You were scheduled to uh, fight Bilal Muhammad. Can you t- tell us what happened with that one? That was, uh, yeah, the Bilal, that was some shit. That was, uh, uh, they found some shit to this day. I don't know if you heard of there. There's some stuff called clomiphene, and they, they pulled me from the fight. And to this day, I have no idea what the stuff was. Uh, it was like a trace, <laughs> trace residual. And honestly, I thought it was nothing. Okay. I kind of said, ah, nothing's going to happen. But they ended up pulling me for that fight. And, uh, I mean, to this day, man, I, I could, it, it was some bullshit that happened. And, uh, um, but yeah, it was a weird kind of thing. But I would love that fight. I would love that fight again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Was your nickname, uh, oh, my bad, my GT Money something given to you from Tough? No, man, uh, that name has followed me around since high school. My, uh, my buddy gave it to me. I was uh, kind of fucking up in English class, you know? I was showing up late. I was talking out of turn. I couldn't hear the words correctly. And uh, my mm-hmm. buddy said, hey, don't worry about it, man. You're, you're money. You're JT money. You're money, man. And, you know, and, 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 followed me, and from there, it followed me to uh, the wrestling mats and uh, followed me to wrestling college. And when I got into fighting, the name kind of just... Uh, Kind of just followed me, man. Never, never uh, got away from me, and now I take it full force, you know. Yeah, right on. Last couple of questions I have for you, Jesse. Where can we find you on social media? And is there anyone you would like to give a quick shout out to? The stage is all yours. Thanks, man. Uh, uh, JT Money MMA. Uh, my Instagram and Twitter. At Facebook, just Jesse Taylor and Jesse JT Money Taylor. Um, I gotta do a little bit better uh, part of the social media, but. Uh, yeah, that's where you can find me. It was awesome hey, having you on the show, Jesse. And, and oh, end my in bad. The gym. Sorry, sorry. End in any 10th Planet gym or okay. Team Quest you can find. Me. You come to San Diego, 10th Planet, you come to roll with JT Money. You know, I roll with them all, you know. Perfect. <laughs> so it was awesome. <laughs> you go ahead. No, sorry, bro. No, I, I'm giving the interview. I'm just kidding. No, uh. Get my, I can get my Friday night training in, you know? Yeah. So. so it was awesome having you on the show, Jesse, and uh, hopefully we can do it again soon. Awesome. So what, what's your, uh, I think I got your, ha- your, your your social media stuff, right? Uh, yeah, Google so uh, cool. it's Behind the Grind official for uh, my behind podcast grind, yeah? account. Yeah. All right. Nice. Perfect. I'll give you a awesome. shout out. Wait, so it'll be on next week? Yes, should be around there, yeah? All right, cool, man. All right, appreciate it. Peace, bro. Thank you. Peace.
And there he was, Jesse, JT Money, Taylor. Next on the line, we have Johnny, Kid Cavenbo, Munoz. Enjoy. The grind. Joining me today is King of the Cage's own bantamweight champion, Johnny Munoz. How's it going today? Going great, man. Having a great day. Uh, hope everything's good with you guys over there. You're doing it over here in California. <laughs> awesome. So, uh... To start off the show, can you tell us um, about your upcoming belt, September 7th? Yeah, so I'm fighting September 7th, Saturday, Parker, Arizona, at the Blue Water Resort and Casino, right on the river, fighting uh, Ian King. And I'm excited for this fight, man. Can't wait to get back in there and do some violent things. That's what I live for. So uh, what do we know about your opponent, Ian King? Yeah, so I know he's from Oregon, trains out of American Top Team. Uh I think, uh, like, Paige Van Zandt, there's a couple, like, fighters there. Kel Sonnen in the train there. So it's a good fight uh, fight team. Uh, I know he's a very well-rounded fighter. So I know he's going to be dangerous. And I'm expecting the best version of Ian King in there. But it's okay. I'm going to bring him my A game. <laughs> and uh, where do you believe you'll get the better of your opponent? I feel all areas uh, of combat, I'm going to get the better of them. You know, I train very hard. I know most people just think I'm a more of a grappler. But in this fight, we're going to see all my tools, all areas of combat in this fight. So I feel ready, and I don't know. I don't know. I feel good. I might just hit him a few times, and so we'll see. Yeah. And uh, you've been with King of the Cage your whole uh, professional nine uh, fights and your amateur career, too, I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah. What type of impact have they made on your career? Yeah, so, you know, being with King of the Cage has been... It's been good. To, they've been good to me, you know. Uh, it's been good in my career, having steady fights. You know, I know a lot of guys, when they start off in their career, if you notice, like, you look up certain guys and they fought maybe once, uh, they or they haven't fought a lot, they haven't been active. Yeah. I think yeah. a lot to do with it is uh, not having a good relationship with an organization. I know there's a lot of shady people in the business or, you know, maybe just not knowing the right people. But for me, I feel I have a... Uh, good business relationship you know that's a part of being successful in this game you got to be able to yeah. talk business and i feel right. with king of the cage i have that and i've been able to get a good amount of fights and they've been able to get get my record up there you know and got a belt now so they've been good to me and you mentioned that uh people mainly uh think you're a jiu-jitsu fighter would you say that's your main aspect of the fighting game no i feel i'm a very well-rounded fighter just you know most of these guys most of the people I fought, I've never really uh, engaged in the grappling. They came mm-hmm. to me. Like, there's been a few guys that, like, they started taking me down. I was kind of like, what the heck? I was like, all right, you want to go to the ground, homie? Let's go. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I kind of just let them take me down. Or there's, like, some guys that, you know, they'll throw a kick. And, uh, you know, I like to counter, like, catch a kick, you know, throw an overhand and whatever. Mm-hmm. And the fight ends up on the ground. Uh, but, no, I feel like I'm a very well-rounded fighter. And... You know, my next fight, everyone's going to see the, my different skill set. So I'm excited. Right on. So uh, have you been in contact with any un- other fight promotions? There's been other organizations, you know, that will contact me. But, uh, you know, I'm with King of the Cage. And for me, it's uh, I want to go to the UFC. So it doesn't really matter what the promotion is. I want to be in the UFC. Uh, last month, I was at the UFC PI. I checked out the Contender Series. That was a pretty good experience, and uh, you know, it really motivated me to want to be at that level. So I can't wait. I'm excited. 
and I feel like with uh, one or two more fights, I'm going to be there. So let's do it. People don't seem to realize that fighters kind of have two sides to them. Can you tell us about your uh, personality traits aside from fighting? Yeah, so aside from fighting, you know, I'm a very outspoken person, you know, honest person, honest to myself. But for the most part, I'm really, I'm a real reserved person. What I mean by reserved, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, they'll voice their opinions and I'll just kind of sit back. I'm a, I'll just listen. And uh, I don't like to waste my energy on things that's not going to mm-hmm. change anything. You know, I'd rather focus my energy on uh, my training, uh, you know, helping someone else, you know, maybe motivating somebody else. Uh, but as far as like negative comments and all that or people talking like a lot of people like to talk about like uh, world issues, political stuff. But I'm like, well, what are you going to do about it? You know, <laughs> so like me, I don't like to put my input in a lot of that stuff unless I'm going to do something about it. So I feel that's the uh, that's one thing with me. Like I like to put my energy into things that are going to make a difference for people in the world. Growing up, uh, would you say you've always been the athletic type? The athletic type. You know, a lot of people, they tell me I'm athletic. Uh, I don't like to say oh, I'm athletic because I feel like people use that as an excuse. Like, I mm-hmm. feel like my hard work, my technique, my discipline is what makes me athletic. And I want people to focus on that part. So I feel like there's a lot of guys that are athletic. Uh, their work ethic is horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, I guess you, I guess you kind of say that. You know, growing up, you know, I started this at the age of five, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and I had a lot of family members involved in other sports. So I guess being active and all that stuff runs in my family. So So you started with uh, jiu-jitsu, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes. So I started with jiu-jitsu at the age of five. And, man, I got to tell you, I hated it, man. It was... (laughs) I'd always used to cry, you know, try to get out of it and put on yeah. a show. But my parents, they made me do it. They're like, no, you're doing this right, right. all the way up to your 18 years old. Uh, and mainly they put me in it just so I would learn how to defend myself, be a confident person while growing up, you know, interacting with other kids. And, uh, you know, I'm glad they did that because, you know, around the age of like eight, nine is when I really started liking it. And mm-hmm. I saw I saw uh, Quentin Rampage Jackson slam people over at Pride. And I was like, man. I'm going to be in there one day. And then, you know, I always visualize myself fighting, beating someone up. And here I am today. So, (laughs) Um, let's see here. So uh, where can we find you on social media, Johnny? And is there anyone you would like to give a quick shout out to? The stage is all yours. Yeah. So you guys could follow me on social media, Twitter, Instagram, at Kid Kavimbo. I'm sure he's going to put the name on there in case you guys don't know how to spell it. So follow me. I'd really appreciate that. You know, I'm going to be the next big thing in MMA. And I want to give a shout out to all my sponsors, Winter Circle Athletics, Sports Pacific Rehab, Game Break Sports Massage, uh, Rahaga Enterprise and Shooting, uh, SoCal Shipping, Contract Killer, my team, Sequence MMA, and Brown Bomber Boxing. You know, we're doing it over here, working hard. Y también, a todo mi raza, sígame on Instagram. Yo hago todo lo que yo hago para mis mexicanos. Latinos. <laughs> right on. <laughs> so it's a pleasure having you on the show, Johnny, and uh, hopefully we can do it again soon. I appreciate you, man. Simon, my boy. <laughs> Adios. All right. <laughs> Peace. Late. Once again, that was Johnny Munoz. Next up, we have Nadia Kassem. Kassem, how's it going today? I'm doing really well, thanks. How are you? Not too bad. So uh, October 6th is the next announced fight date. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about that? 
yes, I'm fighting in UFC 243 in Melbourne, um, and I should be on the prelim card, and I'm really excited to bring back a win for this time around. So uh, what can we expect from you this time around uh, for your fight October 6th? Oh, look, I'm hoping, um, obviously, a win. Besides that, um, <laughs> something a bit more exciting, you know? Like, I've always been the type of fighter who really wants to jump in there and showcase my skills on a different level. So, like, I know I'm not the best striker, the best jiu-jitsu person, the best wrestler, but I feel like I can put them all together really well. So I hope I can, you know, bring something different this time around. Has your camp actually begun for your fight so far? Yeah, yeah, it's definitely begun. Um... So basically started a proper camp um, eight weeks out, but I was and, and right now we're just under six. Um, but before that, I was kind of prepared for a fight to be coming around. So th- four months before that, three months before that, I've been training like really consistently. Has your training been different at all so far? Yeah, like in this camp, it's been a little bit different in the sense where there's a um, like you know in our strength conditioning sessions, it's a proper camp set out where beforehand I'm normally trying to gain some size this time leading up, working on the strength, power, conditioning, normal process. And then in the gym, there's been a lot more sparring going on. So a bit more intense, definitely, um, on the body, on the mind, whatever. But, yeah, no, I'm definitely feeling the camp this time. (laughs) So uh, how many fights have you actually had in the UFC so far? This is my third UFC fight coming up. Um, My first one was, um, my first one was November, 2017. Um, which was a win by decision, and my last one being February 19, um, and I was a loss by armbar in the second round. Um, so, yeah, that's my number third fight coming up, so I'm pretty keen for that. If you could uh, fix anything from your last performance, what would you uh, what would you want to fix? Definitely, I know that, um, you know, being first is a big thing. Um, you know, I know it's all about fainting and moving and waiting and, you know, getting your range and distance correct. Mm. Sometimes you don't got time for that shit because your opponent's <laughs> going to be, like, in your face. Right. Like, you know, they have their own game plan too. So mm. you got to always be the first person to move or, you know, you got to be on the ball. So I think that's my biggest uh, downfall. So when exactly did your MMA career begin? So it began just over four years ago. I um, had my first amateur fight, um, but before that I was training for a year and a half um, c- consistently as well. Like I started in BJJ and I was pretty obsessed with that. Um, okay. And then after about six to eight months, started doing like Muay Thai and then put it all together from there. Um, but yeah, I only had one amateur fight and then I went pro. So <laughs> didn't didn't really get too much experience. Um, okay. But that's cool in the way, like, kind of led me to where I am today. So, from the beginning, has your family always been supportive of your MMA career? Yeah, no, my family's been really great. Um, they come to, like, all my fights. Um, I've only kind of fought in Oz anyway, but, like, they still come, you know. Like, obviously, money doesn't come easy for everyone. So, the fact that they've even, like, wanted to travel, I don't really ask. They, they want to be there. That means mm-hmm. a lot, you know, like, I'm not the type of person to be like, oh, please come to my fight. Like, yeah, yeah. it's more, well, I want to be there for you. And for me, that means everything, you know, because I'm the type of person to really reach out. Right on. So uh, if you could experience in your, MMA, in your MMA career, what would that be? So what was that? If you could put experience in your MMA career, what would that be? I mean, um... This I don't really know. Hey, like in in my career, like it's been pretty crazy. 
Um, it's been lots of ups and downs, um, but it's really rewarding at the end of the day. Like how you progress mentally, physically, and like what you learn along the way is definitely a rewarding experience. For sure. So uh, if you were asked to rate your training from one to 10, one being worse, what would you give it? So what was one? One being the worst. Ah, <laughs> uh, so... No, I definitely is not the worst career. I can't say that. <laughs> definitely not. Uh, I mean, look, I was 4-0 and and then got signed for UFC. So okay. in saying that, great career. I was undefeated. Um, and, you know, I don't feel like I'm at the end at all. Like, I'm only third third fight deep in the UFC. Um, and, you know, it's just going to go up from here. I know that after each opponent I get is definitely harder, more experienced and whatever it is, but you have to prepare for that the right way. And I feel like I'm going about it the right way. So you actually got into the UFC pretty early. Uh, would you say that uh, pushed you forward a little bit or kind of held you back? No, like it's kind of, look, it's like kind of like getting thrown in the deep end. Like, here you go, yeah. like with all these lions and shit. Um, <laughs> but that's kind of worked in my favor. Like the pressure definitely is on. Of course, um, yeah got to kind of cope with that but um performance wise and like just training wise has pushed me because I'm like oh this is a level like there's no time to like muck around like you really mm-hmm. got to train your best um be consistent really listen to the coach's advice you know and be supported around the right people do you actually have uh, separate coaches for each aspect of MMA or is it all one coach no, it's basically all one coach. Like, it's been, I've got Suman and Ashkan Mokhtarian, so they're brothers, um, and they've been my coaches since the very beginning. Um, okay. And, of course, we do have, like, other coaches, like, at the same gym, though. Like, at the moment, we've got Khalil Pinto, he's my BJ coach, and we've got uh, Rob Hill, who's also a really big guy in Australia MMA and really reputable name. So he's come down, um, and he's now coaching us as well. But um, basically, Suman and Ash are, like, my main two coaches. And um, they've been, you know, helping me the, like the best um as they can. But um, I've got like the strength and conditioning coach that comes separate. And yeah, besides that, it's everything's the same. Awesome. So, uh, has there any been uh, any thoughts of going to Bellator or One FC? Definitely not. I mean, like, I mean, the UFC is just kind of like the highest level of achievement yeah. for um MMA in the MMA world. Um, but look, if something ever was to happen, um then it would happen, I guess, and I'd have to look elsewhere. But at the moment, like, everything is okay. So I'm happy where I am. Um, there's good exposure as well. So, yeah, and no, I just definitely want to be staying in the UFC for now. So the last couple of questions I have for you, Nadia. Where can we find you on social media? And is there anyone you'd like to give a quick shout-out to? The stage is all yours. All right, yep. So my social media platform on Instagram is Nadia187Kassam, and that's my main social media um, go-to. And big shout out to a few of my sponsors, um, BodyFit Urban, Cryotherapy, um, CryScience in in Strathfield, Australian Top Team, um, SNC Coach, Anomaly Performance, and Australian Top Team, which is my gyms. And of course, the Fight Dietitian, who's been helping me with my diet along this way as well. So it's worth it in the end getting the interview. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hopefully, we can do this again soon. Of course. Thanks so much for everything. Sorry about the lag. My pleasure. (laughs) It worked in the end. (laughs) Yeah, it's all good. Thank you so much. All right. Talk to you soon.
Alright, see ya. There you have it, guys. That was Nadia Kassem. That brings us to the end of our video. So, I hope you guys enjoyed the video, and hopefully you'll join us for episode 15 of Behind the Grind. Peace.